Hi, this is Pastor Ben Fagelin from Bright Church. I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast. I hope this message inspires you, deepens your relationship with God, and that you're encouraged in your faith. We hope to see you soon at Bright. You know, for those of you who don't know me, uh, my name is Russell and I got married last year to my beautiful wife, Katie. Um, if anyone knows Katie, you would know well and truly that I am definitely punching above my weight. She is incredible. Um, and as Ruth said earlier, I, I do lead the youth ministry here at Bright Church and I absolutely love it. So if you have a young person in high school age, please get connected to me. I'd love to meet them and get connected with them through our youth ministry. Um, I want to talk to you today about the idea of being uncomfortable in your walk of faith. You know, it's something that as Christians, um, being comfortable, it's rare. Really, it's rare. And, and I had my most uncomfortable experience in my walk of faith when I was 21 years old and I was a leader at my old church's youth ministry. I was mentoring a young guy who was 16 years old and he's had a past that, that I don't wish upon anyone. He, he's had a lot of mental health issues. And I remember he called me up one morning. I remember exactly where I was, exactly the time as I was heading to work. And he called me up and he said, Hey, Russ, I just wanted to tell you that, that I ran away from home last night. And I was taken aback. I was in shock. And my heart was breaking for him. And, and so we arranged to meet that night. And we and were having dinner at Hungry Jack's and I was just listening to him, just sharing what was happening and what was going on and, and, and I'm sitting there and my heart's breaking for him but, but he's also a passive liar. I, I know that he's lied before and made stories up and, and I was just sitting there and, and I was like, man, how did I get here? I'm trying to discern whether, whether he's telling the truth or, or whether he's just lying. And, and in a situation like this, you almost have to take a young person by the word. And, and so I was sitting there at 21 years old and I'm like, how did I get here? Like, I'm not qualified for this. And, and what I realized is looking back at that, what I realized is that when you step into what God has called you to, things can get uncomfortable. Like things are rarely comfortable. And I felt that in that moment. So church today, I want to talk to you about your walk of faith with God and, and, are your walk, and just being uncomfortable in that walk. It's something that God has been challenging me about lately and something that I've been really thinking about. And I want to share a story with you from, from Acts 16. And it's a story of, of two guys, it's Paul and Silas. And just to give you a bit of context about Paul, he, he persecuted Christians. He, he wanted to bring pain on Christians. And then all of a sudden, he, he had an encounter with God that changed his life. It completely changed his life. And he started following God. He got baptized and he started preaching the gospel. He started preaching about Jesus and telling everyone about how good Jesus was. Man, this guy's life was radically changed. And we pick up this story. He's walking with Silas. He, he's another disciple of Jesus. And, and they're walking to this place of prayer. <laughs> And on their way there, they're, they're doing what they do best. And they're telling people about Jesus and how much He loves them and what He sacrificed for them. And this, and this woman comes and starts following them. Now, what you need to know is this woman had a spirit of fortune telling. She was a slave and, and she was bringing her owners so much joy and so much wealth because she could fortune tell. And so she was just following Paul and Silas and she was just telling everyone who they were, what they were doing and, and what they were all about. And they got so annoyed, as anyone would really. 
And, and Paul and Silas, they, they cast that spirit out of her. And so she could no longer fortune tell. And so her owners got so annoyed and so frustrated and so angry because they weren't getting any wealth from her anymore that they actually captured Paul and Silas and they took them to the magistrates. And so pretty much they just wanted punishment on these guys. And that's where we pick up the story. Acts 16 verse 22 to 24. The crowd joined in attacking them and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Now, if we just have a look for a moment of what they just went through. So they were beaten with rods. If you've ever been beaten with a rod, man, it, it, it would be painful. Then they got put into prison. Now, prison in those days, nothing like today. They'd be lucky if they had concrete floors. They're probably dirt floors. And they've got their feet in the stocks. Remember, they're in pain too. Their feet in the stocks so they could maybe stand, maybe sit or lie on their back. That's probably it, right? And they're on this dirt floor, probably weren't fed. And I'll let you guys work out where they're going to the toilet. And so it would have been painful, right? Would have been painful. And church, what I want to ask you is, have you ever been in a situation where you've been in so much pain and so much discomfort? Now I can tell you, if you've ever hit yourself in the head with a hammer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It, it, it was only recent. It wasn't when I was four, right? It, this, this was a couple of weeks ago. I'm 26. And I dead set hit myself square in the head with a hammer. I'm hammering up this bit of timber off another bit of timber. There was one thing I couldn't do. It was miss that bit of timber that I was hitting. And, and I, was, I was hitting it up. I was giving this a real crack because I couldn't get it off. And, and I saw the hammer miss the bit of timber. And I thought, I'm in trouble here. Hit me square in the head. And egg, like, oh, it, you could take that out of a carton. It was that big. We fried it that night for dinner. I tell you what. It was big and I was in pain and I was in discomfort. And, and I want to speak about that today. I want to speak about being uncomfortable. When we reflect on Paul's life and we reflect even on this passage, he lived an uncomfortable life. Look at the pain he was in in this passage, right? He, he, was, in, he was tortured. He was in heaps of pain, but he continued to preach the gospel. And I think... Church, we have to ask ourselves, why? Why would anyone want to do that? Why would anyone want to go through that pain and continue to preach the gospel? Now, I'm not saying, right, I'm not saying that we're going to experience the treatment that Paul and Silas experienced there. I'm not saying that. But I'm telling you, we're going to get uncomfortable at times. It, it has to get uncomfortable at times. Now, maybe, maybe if you haven't felt discomfort so far in your walk with God, now, now don't shoot the messenger here. I'm just the messenger. But maybe you haven't shared the gospel too much. Ooh, it's getting a bit hot in here, I reckon. Maybe you've been missing the prompts that, that God's been giving you to, to share the gospel and to tell people about Him. You know, I have. I've missed multiple opportunities to share the gospel 
or to pray for people. And it was for one reason. I chose my comfort over their future. That, that's why. That is the only reason I didn't share the gospel or pray for them. And it hurts me every day that I think about those opportunities. So church, I ask you again, like, we have to get uncomfortable. And how uncomfortable are you getting to see people know who Jesus is? Even Jesus, even Jesus lived an uncomfortable life. Did you know that? Like we sing this song in church. It's called More Like Jesus. I sang this song for months and I didn't know the lyrics. And I was singing, God, would you make me more like Jesus? But I, I, I was looking at the patience. I was looking at the forgiveness, the kindness, the grace, the love. But what I didn't realize is that that Jesus lived an uncomfortable life. He lived a pretty uncomfortable life. This is, this is just some of the things that Jesus went through, right? He was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Now, if God granted me my wish of being more like Jesus, I, I can honestly tell you if I went out into the desert with the devil for 40 days, I'm not sure I would know the scriptures to, back, to fight back. And yet I was asking God to make me more like Jesus. See, things are going to get uncomfortable. He was constantly questioned. He lived his life knowing that he was going to die a brutal crucifixion death. He was falsely accused. He was betrayed. He was tortured. He was spat on. He was beaten. He was whipped. He was scorned. And so much more. So much more. But see, in, like in the Western culture that we live in, you would rarely hear about that. You would rarely hear about someone going through that pain and that torture and that persecution. You'd rarely hear about that, even Paul and Silas. You rarely hear about in our day and age, in our culture, of someone going to prison for their faith. You'd rarely hear about that. Nowadays, it might simply be this, is you're just putting up on Facebook or Instagram, or somewhere, your beliefs, or your values, and absolutely getting slammed by, by keyboard warriors and people that, that just troll and want to attack people. You know, social media is one of the harshest places you will ever be on for sharing your values and sharing your beliefs. It's such, it can be such a terrible place. But let me ask you this. Should attacks from other people or should attacks from our friends, should that stop us from sharing the gospel? Should that stop us from wanting people to know about Jesus and telling them how incredible He really is? Now church, how uncomfortable are we willing to get to see the name of Jesus known? How uncomfortable are we willing to get? I know that's a hard question, but really think about that. How uncomfortable are you actually willing to get to see people know who Jesus is? Now, as a question I asked earlier, why would anyone want to go through that pain and that torture? Well, Paul actually answers that question. He actually answers it in Philippians 3. And we, and we read that um, from verse 7 to verse 9. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss 
because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For His sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in Him. Which is incredible. See, see what Paul realized is that knowing Jesus, knowing Jesus was worth more than anything else. It was worth more than anything he could ever gain in his whole life. Just simply knowing Jesus. Church, there's a world out there. There is a world out there that doesn't know who Jesus is. And they're looking for hope. They're looking for hope, especially in a time like this. They're looking for something to hold their hope on, something to set on a firm foundation. But here's what they're looking for. They're looking for materialistic things. They're looking for things that are going to be here today and gone tomorrow. But see, what we have is we have a firm foundation. We have a faith and a hope in Jesus who is going to last for eternity He's not going to be here today and gone tomorrow. He's here forever, for eternity. He is the one and only firm foundation. And we need the world to know that. See, in this time, right, suicide rates are going up, whether that's for COVID or, or whatever. The fact is there's more people committing suicide. There is people looking for hope. There is people looking for something to hold on to. There are people realizing that maybe they're not as valued as what, as what they want to be. But, but what we know is Jesus values everyone. And he went to that cross for everyone. And, and church, what I'm saying is people need to know Jesus. People need to know him and the hope and the love and the sacrifice that comes with knowing Jesus. See, he, he died on that cross for our sin. As, as Michaela said earlier, so incredible. He died on the cross for our sin. And sin is simply this. It's missing the mark of God. It's missing the mark that God has set for us or just disobeying and not following what he's asked us to do. But see, Jesus went to that cross to die that, that crucifixion death so that we could be freed of our sin and reconnected with God in a relationship with him, which is incredible. And he's asking us to, to repent of our sin, which is simply this. It's so simple. It's realizing that we're going the wrong way and turning and starting to follow God. It is simply that. That's all repentance is. So, and that's all we're asked to do. But when you look at this, when you look at being uncomfortable, I think, I think Jesus is a good enough reason for us to get uncomfortable. He's a good enough reason for me to get uncomfortable. And I hope that, that it's the same for you. Now, I want, I want to pray for people today. I don't know where you're at in your faith. But hey, this message hit me square between the eyes. And that's why I wanted to share it today. And so I'm praying this for me as well. If you're out there and you want to start getting uncomfortable and start seeing people know who Jesus is. Now, I'm meaning being serious here. I'm not saying just, you know, raise your hand or go, yeah, I love that. No, I'm being serious. If you really want this, if you really feel and, and you really feel you need to get uncomfortable to follow Jesus, I want to pray this for you. God, I pray that you would give us courage and that you would give us boldness to go and reach 
the lost people, reach the people that, that are looking for hope in material things and helping them to understand that their hope can be found in you, the one and only firm foundation. Holy Spirit, would you convict us of our sin? And would you convict us to go and to reach the lost? And God, I pray that we would start taking ground back from the enemy and we would start to see people come to know who you are. God, give us boldness and courage to go out and to tell people about you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening to the Bright Weekly Podcast. We hope you're encouraged today and we'd love to see you at one of our services. So to connect further with us, head over to brightchurch.com.